Lotus FM News with Sudisha Naidu. It's 7 o'clock. Good morning. Members of faith-based organizations, youths, civil society and trade unions will today march to the union buildings in Pretoria as well as the National Assembly in Cape Town to protest against corruption. The groups that have come together under the banner of United Against Corruption will be marching in Pretoria, Cape Town and Durban. Senior political journalist Amos Pajo reports. Plans for the march have long been underway but smaller numbers than previously anticipated are expected that as members of the majority metal workers union will not be able to attend this after labor council Nedle gave the workers the green light to participate in the march but only in two weeks time while Kosatu has also barred its members from attending Numsa says today's march is only a dress rehearsal with another major one following on dates approved by Nedleg. however organizers say they are determined to see today's march succeed the protesters' key demands include eradication of corruption, delivery of basic services, strengthening of corruption-busting institutions like the Hawks and the Office of the Public Protector, and lifestyle audits of senior servants. Meanwhile, Anglican Archbishop Tabu Mahoba has appealed to the corporate sector countrywide to allow their employees to participate in today's Unite Against Corruption marches. Mahoba says the march is not against government but for an ethical and honest SA. He says corruption affects everyone and it is as rife in the private as in the public sphere. He says this march is about fighting for the soul of the nation. There are concerns in business circles that the hijacking of cars and trucks has increased by 14 and 29 percent respectively. This has been revealed in, a nas- in the national crime statistics for the 2014-2015 financial year. National Commissioner Ria Piecha, Police Minister Natin Schleko and Deputy Minister Maggie Sochu released the crime figures to Parliament's Police Committee. Mercedes Percent reports. Carjacking and truck hijacking fall under the subcategory of aggravated robbery. Close to 13,000 cars were hijacked between April last year and March this year, an increase of 14%. In simple figures, 1,593 more cars were hijacked during that period. Truck hijacking, which has gone up by 29%, shows that 288 more hijacked trucks were recorded. Cash in transit robberies decreased by 17%, and only 17 bank robberies were recorded between April last and much this year. The United States has announced sanctions against more than 30 leading members of the Islamic State movement, associates and related groups. It has also named a number of individuals as foreign terrorist fighters. The move comes as U.S. President Barack Obama chairs a U.N. gathering of world leaders to discuss counterterrorism and seek support in the fight against IS. The meeting is being held on the sidelines of the U.N. General Assembly. The BBC's Barbara Plett Usher has more. U.S. officials said the list includes some key Islamic State financial figures and aims to prevent them from using the international financial system. Some of them will also be sanctioned by the U.N. The terrorist designations cover a wide range of nationalities meant to highlight the global nature of the Islamic State threat. Among them are four British nationals, including two women. One is Aksa Mahmoud. She's described as an Islamic State recruiter and member of an IS female police unit and Sally Jones, the wife of an IS hacker recently killed in a drone strike. And finally, Volkswagen says that it has developed a plan for fixing diesel cars sold with illegal software. The company is to refit up to 11 million vehicles following the scandal over its rigging of emissions tests. 
New Chief Executive Matthias Muller says that customers would soon be required to have diesel vehicles with illegal software refitted, a move which some analysts say could cost the company more than 80 billion rand. The BBC's Theo Leggett reports. Volkswagen was caught using software which allowed diesel cars sold in the United States to pass emissions tests in the laboratory while pumping out illegal quantities of pollution on the road. It's since emerged that some 11 million cars sold by VW and its subsidiaries worldwide share the same software, although it's understood that it was not activated in every case. The company says it'll present technical solutions to the relevant authorities during October. Customers who are affected will be contacted during the following weeks and months so that their cars can be modified. Meanwhile, South Africa's National Regulator for Compulsory Specifications has confirmed that it's investing Volkswagen's local business. It says it wants to see whether cars sold in the country have also rigged carbon emissions data. The regulator says it could recall cars if VW is found not to have complied with local emissions measures. Top story, members of faith-based organizations, youths, civil society and trade unions will today march to the union buildings in Pretoria as well as the National Assembly in Cape Town to protest against corruption. I'm Sudhisha Naidu for Lotus FM News. I'll be back at half past seven.